guys, welcome to the Zoom version of Name That Pod. We are so fucking excited to be here. Yes, it's uh, we're not sponsored by Zoom unless they want to give us money, but it's my first time using it instead of Skype. So let us know if there's any difference in the audio quality for you. Let us know what you think. Hopefully at the end of this, I don't have to call Nicole back and go, bad news. None of that's saved, but it looks like everything's rolling. <laughs> Fucking magic. All right, let's make this as good as possible so we can lose it. Yay. That's, that's of course, what will happen is if it's too good. So. If we talk about it enough, maybe it won't happen. I mean, yeah. So let's just spend the whole episode. <laughs> no, let's dive in um, because there's just so much good stuff. Nicole has gone full... Full Potter. Full Potter. I've gone full Potter, and I just found out that my brother's fiance is a Potterhead. I don't know if she's a Potterhead, but she really loves Harry Potter. In fact, she said the books are way better than the movies. So that, to me, speaks volumes about what your level of dedication is to Potter. Oh, and you're going to... By the way, I don't know anyone who's read the books and doesn't agree. If, if anyone is listening and they thought they were both on par or that the movie was better, please let us know because uh, I don't want to know you. I want to kick you out. Um, yeah, no. That's, that's not good. I mean, I don't even, I haven't even watched it yet. And Just wait. Every movie, I'm telling you, I, my first friend in LA, and it was more just like, and not, it, this isn't anything negative, but it's just kind of like, oh, someone you're around, you've been friends with them, whatever, was also a Harry Potter nut, this girl, Stacy. And I remember we went and saw, I guess it must have been the last one, mm-hmm. but like, Five minutes in, they do something that's not like the book, and out loud, she's like, oh, come on. <laughs> oh, I love that person. Yes, Jewish, of course. Jewish. It, um, there's going to be so many things that you're like, what? What do I, I mean? I got to be honest. I don't think anything could live up to these books. I mean, you can't. It's too magical. Impossible. Especially, I mean, may, maybe they could have tried to touch it with an animated, because you can do so much more, but... That would have been an insane... Okay, guys, I'll be honest. I cheated. Um, the first chapter in nine, uh, the, this first chapter in, that we're going to be discussing in this... You fucking um, bitch. I'm sorry. I, 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 I was trying not to break, but I broke. I, so in chapter nine, Harry flies for the first time. Yes, they go... Uh, I mean, it starts pretty much at broom practice, almost. If everybody but. did shit their pants when Harry Potter started flying... I've never in my entire life been more excited when Harry Potter fucking handed Malfoy his fucking little fucking Aryan race ass. And I say Aryan race because I cheated and I watched the clip from the movie. Um, Oh my God. Well, they also describe him, but they also describe him, but I mean, he really is just a, he is just a Hitler youth. Number one recruit. What a piece of yeah, and so Nicole had to see what it looked like when they- I wanted to see how it looked like, and I gotta be honest, it was so disappointing. It wasn't nearly as good as the book. Um, the the person they have playing, uh, the actress they have playing, uh, why do I keep fucking forgetting her guy? McGonagall? Name? Professor McGonagall. Um, excellent casting. Don't know who, can't remember that actress's name, but they fucking crushed it with her. I just want to go on the record because I think I said this on the podcast, but I may have just said it to you, I think we said it on the podcast for sure. I originally said if you were going to act in this movie, if you were much older, you could play that part, or Professor Trelawney, who we have not met yet. Okay. Um, well, having watched it 
and that that one scene um number one i agree with you i probably could play her i was like i want to be like what do you think of me casting you as her Um, i absolutely completely agree with that casting great casting um and i also uh i thought the movie version of him flying was not even close not like it wasn't even maybe like a little off it was not close it was so you watched one clip and you're already like the movie is not as good yeah, the movie sucks. I'm out for the movie already. Like, if we don't watch the movies, I mean, I want to watch the movies so I can hate the movies, so I can hate them in solidarity with other people who hate the movies. Yes. Um, I, I can't imagine anyone who likes Harry Potter liking the movie. Well, the thing is, is, like, I think the only people who really like the movies are people who have never read the books. I mean, that's pretty much it. There's no way, there's no, first of all, how mad Prof- Professor McGonagall was and also the fact that they depicted it, they didn't even depict, I mean, we're just going to be rehashing all of this when we get to the movie. To the movie? <laughs> just fucking deal with it, people, because you're going to be hearing this shit again. But it just annoyed me that, like, in the book, they showed, they showed them all getting on the broom for the first time. I did like the depiction of when, they, when everybody was like, up, up to the, to the brooms. and the broom. Oh, yeah. So you watched the full scene. You didn't look I watched for, the like, full scene. just him yeah, on a broom. Okay, okay. okay. This, I mean, I got to say, this scene was, this scene in the book, I was like, oh, every, I was hanging on every word this fucking lady wrote. Um, but then when they showed in the movie when Hermione, um, when they were showing her annoyance with not being able to get the broom to come up, I was like, she's so little, good at everything. She's just such a little fucking know-it-all bitch and she couldn't get her fucking broom to work. I was like, yeah, you little fucking cunt. Um, you know, because at this point, I'm out for her. Um, yeah. Did I tell you, did I ever tell you, by the way, that they were, like, casting this movie when I was in sixth grade? And when we were driving from Mississippi to Alaska, I tried to convince my mom that we should <laughs> drive to California. <laughs> I was like, I should be Hermione. <laughs> um, Except for at that point, I was calling her Hermione because, of course, Hermione. I was. Well, let me tell you something right now. I, um, I would cast you as her. I mean, as a little insufferable know-it-all as a kid. Uh, and my hair was like so much, even poofier. And of course, everyone knows I have giant teeth. And I feel like in the book, I feel like they made it sound like she had big teeth. Am I wrong? Yeah. I feel like they said something like that. I think you're reading into it. Um, oh. I don't remember anything about her teeth, but I could be wrong because I've gotta I'm, f- I'm going to find it. I'm going to go back. <laughs> find it. Um, I, you need to find the clues that led you to believe you could be one of the greatest characters in uh book history i mean truly a great character and i was like a know-it-all with hair that's poofy i was born for this you really were born for it um so i guess you could play her as a grown-up i mean i know i didn't grow i'm the same size you're small enough to still play her i'll play her when they do the nursing home version of harry potter amazing (laughs) (laughs) hermione rheumatoid arthritis advocate Oh my god, a wizarding nursing home? <laughs> what a chaos. A wizard with Alzheimer's? Can you imagine? Oh, amazing. Amazing. Or a, a wizard with uh, Parkinson's. Oh, he's trying changing, to cast a spell. Casting the spell on the wrong thing. <laughs> oh, that'd um, be so funny. He keeps lifting the wrong things. I tried to lift the bedpan, but I lifted the shelf. I poured out the bedpan on my roommate's head. I. It was my Parkinson's. I, I got the shakes. I, I'm sorry, Al. I just feel like they're... Oh, it's Albus Dumbledore's his roommate. <laughs> um, 
I don't know. Who, uh, oh, Al Dumbledore. I'm like, wait, Al, I thought you said <laughs> calls Elvis. him Al. I'm like, you didn't say Elvis. You said Al. Um, amazing. Al Dumbledore. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, uh, chapter nine starts off. Yeah. They're, they're making their way to, um, to the pitch where they're going to learn to fly pretty much. You know what I mean? It's established that Harry detests, uh, Draco. Yeah, he hates Malfoy. Um, in, um, oh wait, before they go to the pitch, it's, uh, that's kind of this talk about, oh, they find out that Gryffindor is going to have to learn to fly with Slytherin. So of course, Harry's like, ugh, gross. Yeah. And, and also has that insecurity about what if I look like an idiot in front of this, my like, you know, mortal enemy. <laughs> I think it's funny that he was even fearing it. And yeah. then what happened, happened. Yeah. Like, like, oh no. And then he got out there and just slapped everybody with his Harry Potter dick. That's right. Poor Neville. They're all like sitting around discussing flying. You know, people are getting their letters at breakfast. And then Neville gets this. I thought this was cute. His remember all from his grandma. Yeah, that was very cute. Which I also thought it was just such a funny touch of like adding to his character that it immediately starts turning red because he's forgotten something. And it's oh. like, just this device that tells you you've forgotten something, but you don't know what. Let me just tell you, not to keep bringing up old people, but we once got my grandma this little thing. Uh, it, was, it was like a recording device you attached your keys so you would be able to find your car. Like it was a little pre-cell phone, but it's like you, you would speak into it and you go, you know, like, cause they have parking lots are labeled if you go to a mall or something. Uh, yeah, my yeah. grandma kept coming out and being like, someone's stolen my car because she couldn't remember. She keeps filling out police reports and it's just really, she can't remember shit. Yeah. She constantly was like, someone broke in and stole it. It would be like, no one broke in and only stole the butter, grandma. What? Also, I love the idea that she's reporting a missing car. They're like, your car was stolen and it was moved two floors up. Yeah. Yo, here's the... Here's the caveat. Uh, so we get her this thing. And then, of course, she ends up, you know, phoning home. Like, the car's gone again. And they're like, didn't you use a thing? And to my aunts, because she was living with them, you know, because she's getting old and whatever. And, and, and she's like, yes, but it's not where I, I parked it. Come to find out, she goes into a mall to go shopping, pulls out her recording device and goes, you park next to the black car. No. <laughs> that was the note to self. Like the dumbest. <laughs> what's the most what's the most identifiable feature about the car next to me? Obviously it's color. Yeah, and it's like and also for sure this will be here the entire time I'm here. Like you I by you, the way, is this your racist grandma? Um yes. This dear oh. sweet Florida grandma. Uh, <laughs> of course she noticed that the car was black. Yeah, she's like, oh, this black car. She's probably thought the black car stole her car. Why isn't this car in the back? Yeah, I know. <laughs> this car should be in the back of the parking lot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is good shit. Anyway, she's dead. Um, um, all right. Well, so the remember all, great, great little thing. Great cute. Very Neville. Very Neville. Uh and then they get down to uh, the, but it, the not, is it are they on the pitch the Quidditch pitch yeah and that's where they're learning to fly um they're the Quidditch pitch that's uh, just so fun to say Quidditch pitch the pitch with uh, Madam Hooch Madam who I'm picturing 
This is a classic lesbian gym coach, right? Yeah, I was picturing classic lesbian gym coach as well. And then I saw the uh, clip online. Wasn't, wasn't a classic lesbian gym coach. They really missed the mark on that. Guy. I don't even remember what they cast, who, what she looks like in the movie. It wasn't a classic lesbian gym coach. That's, well, that's a bummer. Because, I mean, maybe that archetype doesn't exist over in England. I, I guess may, that makes sense that, like, yeah, maybe that's not even a thing over there. Because that is such an American thing. We all know that. I mean, anybody who's American who's listening to this is like, yes, classic lesbian gym coach. You're picturing her. You love her. You love She's the best. She's, she's, she hates the, all the boys, so the boys probably hate her. The girls love her. She's like the tough love type, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where just, yeah, she, was, she rode your ass about the mile you were running, but... She was there for you if you needed someone. And what's amazing is that she could never run a mile. No, absolutely not. Not at all. Just blowing a whistle and taking a bite of an egg salad sandwich. Uh Uh-huh. And tan. Yes. Weirdly tan. (laughs) Like, why are you tan? Tan to the point where she never, ever used sunscreen, and now her crow's feet have tan lines. Oh, yeah, just the person that was, like, so wrinkly, and then you found out they were, like, 37, and you're like, what? Like, wow, maybe you should uh, invest in some sort of sun protection. And they're like, nah, I'll be fine. Yes, just this, just a stereotype of a gym teacher, pretty much. That's what I was picturing. Um, yeah, so uh, that was not the case with this. Um, uh, I can't remember. The movie. No what, more comparisons to the movies. I assure you, not what we wanted. Speaking of the movie, before we go forward, you'll be able to watch it to us if you join our Patreon. Fun yeah, little time to plug. Um, we'll all be watching along and have a Zoom chat going, so just uh, the text one, but we can all commiserate together. And also, so, guys, we're going to be having tea time. We're going to be having high tea. Yes. Bi-monthly. Is that what we call it? Is a that month. twice a month? No, if that is twice a month, hold on. No, I was going to- Or is that every other month? Okay. Twice a month. I actually think bi-monthly can mean twice a month or every other month. What a weird, yeah, because I was going to say semi-monthly, like the semi-annual um, sale from Victoria's Secret. I'm not a guy. Um, anyway, so uh, I'll stop. So we're going to be doing high tea on Saturdays. We got to start the first one. We got to, we'll put the details on the podcast. Patreon, but head over to patreon.com slash name that pod. Yeah, we're going to do Zoom uh, instead of, instead of, because a lot of people are doing like happy hours with people. So we're going to do high tea. We're doing, we're staying true to British form and we are doing a high goddamn tea. And if you want to get high before you have the tea, if you want to have mushroom tea, that's fine. Even better. We want high because I mean, I'm on mushrooms right now. So, uh, flying high. I love, I love that you're just on mushrooms to talk about Harry Potter, by the way. No, I mean, it's making everything Harry Potter even better. And if that were even possible. So magical. So magical. Also, mushrooms talking about the most magical boy in all the world. God, they are magical mushrooms. That's Mm -hmm. such a good point. Also, I'm doing a very hard press campaign, and I think we're just going to do it, whether you guys like it or not, to rename the podcast the pod that must not be named. Uh, Yeah, we we like it a lot. We're actually thinking about just removing this whole uh, voting on a podcast name and letting you guys name it because, well, we didn't technically name it yeah jessica michelle's boyfriend's friends came up with it but we are co-signing on it oh no no back up i came up with that oh you came up with that yeah one of my my boyfriend's friend evan said i would like to suggest the name the pod who lived and i was like that's great and then park i was staring off at the sky with my dog running around 
you know, thinking about Harry Potter as I as have been doing. As she does. As I was doing before this podcast started. Yeah, just wondering if I could get on a broom and fly away. And then it, that just hit me. And I was like, oh, that's... Because I had liked his, his friend's name. And I was like, that's good. And then this was just like, oh, this is too good. Too it's good. perfect. And ultimately, once we finish Harry Potter, we might have to just conclude this podcast and start a whole new one. Um, <laughs> I don't think that name, I think that name needs to live forever. It's so good. Absolutely. Well, I even, I even think that like, it, we could just keep it going because I was thinking the same thing, but then Andy was like, I feel like even, even if you're not doing Harry Potter, it's a strong name. Yeah. So that people will be drawn in and we'll always have the Harry Potter content up there for people. Yeah, we yeah. should probably differentiate, like, make a new season for all of the Harry Potter stuff. Oh, because that's a good idea. I'll make it, I'll go in and change it. I'll make this season two? Yeah, so, because here's my worry. You know, the name, someone's going to think it's a Potter podcast. And Tom, then it hits season first one, time. my God. How about this? How about... You guys got two weeks if you want to hear the non-Harry Potter stuff, and then we're pulling it. We'll archive it and only put on the put it on. I was gonna say put it on the Patreon. I don't know. Maybe not. I'll I'll just divide it by seasons. Whatever. We'll figure it out. Seasons because yeah. you can you can do seasons on iTunes. So you I'll just figure seasons it out. on iTunes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, you guys. Back to the book. Anyway, so we're fucking brooms. All right, and this is this is the one I talked shit about this earlier. Hermione couldn't get her fucking broom to work. Ah, uh, just everyone. Go- by the way, it's also just so funny. Like, what is the secret with some of this wizarding stuff where it's like, sorry, how could people be getting this wrong? Like, all you say is up. Yeah. I say that and I'd be the person, I'd be Hermione with it rolling over and going, I don't understand. There's clearly nothing I'm doing wrong. Why isn't it working? <laughs> now, I, uh, this is the part that bothers me. That It bothered me in the movie. It bothered me in the book. Um, when, when Madam Hooch says, now, when I blow my whistle, you kick off from the ground hard. What do you fucking mean, kick off from the ground? I'm sorry. If I imagine kicking off from the ground, I imagine kicking backwards. You mean kicking. pushing off? Do you mean pushing off? Because I think maybe that's she, what she meant. Maybe she does mean pushing off, because I'm trying to picture, you know what I pictured is like a one leg raise, almost like you would do to start. Uh, by the way, what I'm about to say probably sounds so stupid because I've never started a motorcycle. What <laughs> I imagine you do uh, to start a motorcycle. Like a- a motorcycle, like a, like a pushing a pedal down. Yeah, but you just push it down. Like you, you push one leg down to the ground and that shoots you off. But I don't see how that would be any different than, yeah, just jumping up. Yeah, so you jump up. Anyways. That's whatever. And it didn't even seem like anybody even like kicked off or pushed off. It just seems all of a sudden like some people just started levitating. And then in the movie, the depiction of the kid just flying off. I can't remember what his name was. Neville. Neville. I don't remember his name being Neville in the movie. I feel like she called him something else. Longbottom? Maybe. Because I feel like, because that's his last name, and I feel like it's a very uh, gym teacher thing to just call students by their last name. Yeah, true, true, true. I mean, in the book, she just goes, come back, boy. Um, and then, you know, it was... It... That poor kid. He's such a... He's such a mess. Um, Nervous and jumpy, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the kid's a mess, but I don't know. First of all, I pictured Neville way different than he was in the movie. Um, oh, yeah. It's, it's hard for me to go back now, but I remember seeing Neville and being like, 
I just pictured him being dewier. <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh. I pictured him being wiped out by allergy season. Yeah, like, I was like, this kid looks, even though, like, I guess they do kind of say he's chubby in the book a little, but, like. I was still picturing, like, a nervous, neurotic Neville. Like, all the things you could use to describe him starting with the letter N, and none of them are good. Yeah, I like, I was picturing someone who looked more, like, Josh Gad, like, kind of chubby, or, like. Who am I trying to think of? Like a Jonah Hill type? <laughs> I must have missed the description of, uh, I mean, I'm sure I read it and it just went in one ear and out the other. Maybe it doesn't say he's chubby. Maybe I, but right, but at the end of this, never thought you'd like a fat, not into this, but in this chapter when someone sticks up for him, someone says, no, never thought you'd like a fat little cry, cry or like, excuse me, fat little crybabies. Um, oh. I see I'm, I'm blocking all of that out because I want Neville to be like a cachectically thin neurotic Jew oh see I pictured him like chubby but just I don't know something about the way he looked in the movie yeah he seemed too plump it was like a it was like a sturdy yeah yeah, yeah. He <laughs> you know like have the issues that he's having yeah. like to me when I imagine somebody that big it's like wait Although, I mean... Also, I don't think I pictured him big. I think I pictured him chubby but small. Yeah. And, the, and in the movie, he's kind of, like, pretty tall. Yeah, he seemed very big from what but I But then remember. also, I pictured Ron a lot taller than he is in the movie, and I guess it's just casting, but they describe Ron in the book as gangly. You like, know what? I'm... I'm... I don't remember that, but I guess I'm... I was picturing Neville as the gangly one, and Ron is just, like, a little guy. No, they, they literally say Ron was almost as tall as Percy. Like, he's towering. I would have pictured, like, a red-headed Connor McSpadden. <laughs> Hilarious. If you like guys just, don't know who Connor McSpadden is, Google away. Yeah, he's um, just super, just very tall and thin. Very sinewy. But they were kind of the same size, him and Harry. Yeah. Anywho, um... That was a weird thing, too, is, like, casting this book that's going to go on for seven years, and it's, like, we don't know if they're going to keep growing to look like the yeah, character so that true. she's imagining. Yeah. Anyway, enough about the movies, damn it. We keep going well, into them. funny when they were casting, they, like, had everybody evaluated by a pediatrician. I and mean, like, what sort of growth spurt are we expecting for these people? Next. Yeah. They're like, but they're so talented. Doesn't matter. We need them to look the part. This is casting, bitch. We don't care about talent. What talent do you look doesn't like? Matter. We will edit their way to the best performance of their life. Yeah. So uh, Neville jumps the gun before she hits the whistle. By the way, also that the plan to teach flight is everyone just go for it. Yeah. And Madam Hooch wasn't on a broom. It didn't sound like she was about to fly up there with them. And here's, that's what's crazy to me, is like, she was just like calling for him, like he would know how to get back down. No, she should have swooped up there and dragged his little fucking ass down. Yeah, like she should be in a little bit of trouble. <laughs> yeah, that whole thing. Yeah, she's not a good teacher at all. No. And then, and then also... I'm imagining in my head, like, these invincible kids, okay, that couldn't break a wrist. I mean, they're- Also, if you have magic, like, couldn't she just, like, be, like, boppity-boo and, like, levitate him, like, softly to the ground? 
That's Shouldn't it. we teach them spells to like brace their fall first before they teach them how to fly? I mean, yeah, logically, yes. Or at the very least, the person teaching them should be prepared to cast those. Yeah. But I guess it's also... Instead of casting a spell, he's getting his arm casted. I'll kill myself. I will see myself right off this podcast. (laughs) Um, Anywho. The only thing getting cast from him is is his wrist. uh, He's just so... then Then that's it. And then she has to take him to the infirmary, which is hilarious to me. Everything seems so efficient in this little school of theirs, yet yet they can't just, I don't know. The, the nurse has to, it's like, what does the nurse have to do? The spell? The nurse has to do the spell? The nurse has to do the heal the wrist spell? Yeah. And it's like, you know what? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, you I said know. at the beginning- I, I, that you don't you said at the beginning that you don't know how you're going to keep up with all the names so maybe it is a thing that it's like yeah no there are specialties where you're there's no way to learn every spell so maybe that's what it is maybe it's you're not going to be able to have all those in their head but a doctor would know all this i mean i guess that makes sense like it is in the world like everybody's there everybody has their area of expertise yeah i don't know i mean i'm just like I, I guess I'm just over, uh, I'm, I'm assuming way too much about everybody's potential. Yeah, but also that she saw what just happened and then left a bunch of other 11-year-olds unsupervised with rooms. By the way, that seems like the kind of class where there should be a teaching assistant. A thousand percent. Of, at the very least. Yeah. I mean, are they understaffed at Hogwarts? I mean... That's a good question. Are they so elitist that they're refusing to accept the help <laughs> that they, I mean, apparently maybe the teaching, maybe the salary is so shitty that people <laughs> don't take the jobs. Well, um, so Neville, she takes him off. Um, uh, then Malfoy starts talking shit. Yeah. People are making fun of him. And then, you know, and then he takes the remember all, and then that's when fucking Harry steps the fuck up. Yeah, he's like, no, motherfucker, get he's like, He's back. like, get here, Malfoy. Ooh, you gonna get it. And he then tried he's like, to be calm about it. Somewhere for Longbottom to find. How about up a tree? And then he fucking flies up. Which I was disappointed to find out. I was, you know, like originally I was hoping that we'd find out that he actually couldn't fly at all. But of course, that he he sucked. I was hoping he would suck at it, but he's very competent. He's a rich wizard kid. I'm sure it's like, you know. He had been lying. He could fly well. He Um, hadn't been lying. Hovering level with the topmost branches of an oak, he called, Come and get it, Potter. And oh, oh. Harry is like, challenge accepted, motherfucker. And then, of course, Hermione Granger's like, no. Like, no. you're going to get us all in trouble. Madam Hooch told us not to move. Oh, what a bitch. Anyway, I, so Harry I will say, really quick, from her perspective, if I can put on the know-it-all bitch's shoes, it must be very frustrating to be, like, aspiring to be the best person in class and perfect, and your house points rely on other people and then to be like can you just follow the fucking rules please she's like i have ocd 
I can't control these people. Yeah. I can't control all the elements. There's too many like, elements. Like as much as you're like, she's a bitch, Nicole, you would be losing your shit. I'm losing my mind. I'm losing my mind. I, you know what? I'm, I'm slowly having more and more sympathy for her money. She's really the victim in all of this. <laughs> but I mean, Harry just ignores her and fucking jumps on the broom. Kicks um, off. Instant. And then I love this line. And he soared in the air, air rushed through his hair, and his robes whipped out behind him. And a rush of fierce joy, he realized he'd found something he could do without being taught. This was easy. This was wonderful. Ah, uh, this was at the natural I, when I texted you. Uh, yeah, by the way, if you didn't see, because we have a Facebook group called Name That Potters, I put a screenshot. Nicole texted me at one o'clock in the morning and just says, Oh my God, Harry Potter just flew on a motherfucking broom. Um, I was freaking out. Um, uh, and then everybody's screaming, gasps, blah, blah, blah. He turned his broomstick sharply to face Malfoy in midair. Malfoy looked stunned. Yeah, he did, motherfucker. That guy was underestimating Arbor Harry Potter this whole time. And then Harry's just out there swinging his Potter dick. And it's like, look out, Malfoy, this thing's going to hit you. And he's like, give me the remember all or I'm going to knock you off the broom. Oh, yeah, said Malfoy, trying not to see her, but looking worried. By the way, in the movie, they had Malfoy way more confident than this. You didn't see, any, you didn't see him riddled with any doubt. I mean, is that I, bad acting? Is that yeah. bad movie? I don't know. It's hard to know. Was that a bad director's choice? Was it not written yeah. in properly? Or was he a bad actor? I mean, they were all 11-year-olds. So. Yes, very true. Um, Malfoy got out of the way in time because Harry came at him like a javelin. Um, Harry made an about sharp, uh, uh, sharp about face and held the broom steady. A few people below were clapping. And, and then, of course, no Krabby and Goyle. I like that you call him Krabby. I just say crab. Krabby. I like Krabby. Krabby and Goyle up here to save your neck, Malfoy. Which is like, yeah, I recognize people. that you hide behind those two giant people. Yeah. By the way, I'm, th- I'm just picturing the ultimate goon squad with those guys. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. Catch it if you can, he shouted. Blah, blah, blah. Throws it. He throws uh, the ball in the air and goes to just, like, sit. Like, I'm done. Lean forward, pointed the broom handle down. Next second, he was gathering speed in a steep dive, racing the ball. Wind whistles in his like, ears, mingled. Just Harry is just bolting for this ball. Watching. He stretched out his hand, foot from the ground. He caught it. By the way. They had him catching it outside Professor, Professor McGonagall's uh, window in the movie. Ugh. So it was before it hit the wall. Anyways, but the, I got to say, the turn he did in front of McGonagall's window is pretty dope. That's impressive. Um, yeah, he just gets uh, it right in the nick of time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And of uh, course, then we hear Professor McGonagall, who has now shown up. Yeah, and she, never in all my time at Hogwarts. Just like Harry Potter, and it feels like the end of days. And then uh, it wasn't his fault, Professor pa- Parvati Patil. By the way, Parvati, that name, I only know how to say now because my boyfriend is making me watch the new sur- season of Survivor, and that's one of the contestants. Oh, really? I have been calling her Parvati Patil this whole time. Um, let me, let me, uh, Where's I'm trying to see where it's written so I can. Um, and it was originally it's like one page. Oh shit! No, I have a I have a weird book. It's when they start talking shit right after um, Neville gets taken to the infirmary. Oh, um, 
Shut up, Malfoy, snapped Parvati Patil. Um, I would have said Parvati. Yeah, I did this. I said, I said Parvati. So similar, pretty close. Just slightly different pronunciation. Well, potato, potato. Here we go. Potato um, Parvati. Potato um, Parvati, I like So that. she's just like escorting him out immediately. You know what I mean? Just like, come with me immediately. And of course... And in my head, I'm thinking, okay, well, he's... I mean, of course... He's I fucked. He's, he's kicked out. Yeah, but only... But it's like, okay, the one... The thing is, there's... We already know there's seven more books. He's not going to get kicked out. But you're th- I'm thinking like big time trouble like yeah, no broom forever and I'm mad i'm so mad because i'm just like that if she would have just fucking listened to everybody she would have found out that it was fucking malfoy the piece of shit but little did we know she's got much bigger plans yeah and of course so he's being escorted out malfoy's you know fucking thumb Doing up his ass like <laughs> and that's right i got it fucking hitler youth Ugh. And then she goes, Professor McGonagall drags him along and, uh, uh, and finds this guy, Wood. She pulls oh, this guy out of... Like, Harry thought he was going to get whipped with a wood stick. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, that he was going to get caned. She Can just I borrow Wood out. for a moment? Wood, thought Harry Bewildered. Was Wood a cane she was going to use on him? That's also so funny as, like, an 11-year-old reading this and seeing another 11 year old think that they're about to get caned is like, what the fuck? Yeah. This book just got dark. That's what I thought. Other than the fact that wood was capitalized. So I was like, well, anyhow. Um, so she's like, follow me. So there's this player fucking wood. Who's Oliver wood. Um, I found you a seeker. And then when she said that, I was like, what's a seeker? What is this? Yeah. He's so Oliver wood is go ahead. I was thinking it was some sort of like a, a, a spell person, oh. but I didn't know it applied to Quidditch. That's so funny. Yeah. I don't know what, I don't even remember what I originally thought, but she's pulled this kid out of class and yeah, Oliver Wood. And then she's like, he caught this thing in his hand after a 50 foot dive, um, which they did not depict in the movie. Um, they could have done a much better job at that. Um, didn't even scratch himself. Charlie, Charlie Weasley couldn't even have done that. Um, yeah. Anywho, so ever seen Quidditch? He doesn't know what the fuck Quidditch is. Hadn't watched it at all. And so she explains Wood's captain of the team. And Wood's all like sports horny now, you know, like yeah. looking him up and down like, yeah, he's like the perfect build for a seeker. Yeah, like, so good. Sports horny. I love that. Light, speedy. Yeah, sporny. Sports horny. We, we created a word. Light, speedy, we'll have to get him a decent broom. Professor, a Nimbus 2000 or a Queen Sleep, Queen, Queen, Queen Sweep 7, I'd say. That was a really fucking hard thing for me to get out. But it's also like been the, you know, McGonagall says, you know, I had to speak to Dumbledore. But it's like, I wonder why he got an exception other than just her going like, look, I think he's a prodigy for Quidditch. Yeah. Like. Because I would think that Dumbledore would go, you know, we, we are trying our best to keep him low-key and this is just going to draw more attention. So it's just a funny dynamic or like character aspect to think that McGonagall, as strict and kind of uptight as she is, she is more a diehard Quidditch fan. Like that yeah. she's like, oh, we're going to fucking win this shit. And then I love how she's like, your father would have been proud. He was an excellent Quidditch player himself. 
Did you start crying there? Because I started crying. Oh, I teared up in the book a little bit, but yeah, then, I, I was like, like <laughs> the movie just fucking ruined it for me. Um, and then I love, I was just imagining like Harry coming back being like, you're not gonna fucking believe. You're never gonna believe what happened. And then Ron being like, no motherfucking way. And Hermione being like, but the rules, but the rules. That's, I just, huff, puff. What? You, you flew and you didn't get in trouble. And then, and now you're on the, the Quidditch team. What? I know. And it's like, oh, great. You're rewarding his behavior. It's only going to get worse because oh. you know that's her thought. Hermione's to- going into a tailspin. I wasn't sympathetic till now. She is the victim in all of this. Um, I mean, I knew you would, you would see where she was coming from eventually. Yeah. So and Fred and George Weasley heard the news. Um, they're fucking amped. Wood told us we're on the team too. Um, we're going to win the Quidditch Cup. Everybody's so excited. And they're like, see you later, blah, blah, blah. And that's when Malfoy comes up again with Crab and Goyle. Like, you know, smug as hell. Uh-huh. When you're getting the train back to the muggles. And, you know, of course, Harry's like, you're a lot braver now on the ground. You have your little friends with you because he was... By the way, I'm... I gotta be honest. I'm I'm a little surprised how quickly Harry took to talking shit. I mean, from a boy who had no human interaction, who lived in a fucking cupboard, to all of a sudden being around people, getting social structure, getting friendship, getting how to talk to people, and immediately just knows how to talk like dope shit. You know what? Though I assume that there was a lot of like this in his mind and under his breath with uh, Dudley. You know, perhaps, perhaps, where he's just like, oh, fucking idiot. <laughs> um, and then the of the nerdiest interaction in the history of books, there's gonna be a wizard's duel. Yes, this is the version of let's take this outside. Yes, a wizard's duel. Yeah, which I'm now just remembering that there's I don't know if it's a full movie. There's a wizard's duel from Sword in the Stone. I'm gonna find a. I'm gonna share it in the Facebook group because I think sure. it's a really funny. Uh, I love it. Well, I love how he lists the rules. Wands only. No contact. What's the matter? Never heard of a wizard's duel before, I suppose. Yeah, of course mm-hmm. he hasn't, you fucking idiot. Yeah, he, he hasn't. covered. Right? But he's like, I, of course, you know, Ron jumps in. And he's like, of course he has. I'll be his second. So obviously Ron has Ron, heard. Ron's well-versed. Ron's ready to step up to the plate. Knowing, by the way, what a second is, it just seems very out of character for Ron to even suggest it. But maybe, perhaps, he just had that much faith in Harry. I mean, yeah, to, for him to just jump in and be like, yeah. I mean, that's like the equivalent of having a girlfriend who's like, oh, yeah, he will fight you. <laughs> also, Harry's like, great, thanks. Now I have to duel. Um, I love the part where Hermione's like, Hermione's like, <sighs> I couldn't help overhearing. And then Ron goes, <laughs> bet you could. I know, like, bet you could. And uh, she just goes into how selfish it is and you shouldn't go wandering around. Oh, I also love their, when Harry's like, what's a second? And Ron's just like, oh, well, you know, in case you die. But I'm sure you won't. This is going to be like, you know. Uh, no big deal. NBD. Um, anywho, so they are like, peace out, fucking Herms. You're, you're a Debbie Downer. Buzzkill. Really, such a buzzkill. Um, anywho, so then... They're getting ready to creep out at night. You know, it's half past 11. They're putting their stuff together, creeping down the stairs, past the common room. Everything's, you know, 
fire lit and whatever. And then of course, you know, in the shadows you hear, I can't believe you're going to do this, Harry. And it's who else? Hermione, by the way, fucking bitch. By the way, I love that you gave her a British accent for it, which she does have because it's England. But in my head, my head, it's I can't believe you're gonna do this, Harry. If this isn't you as an eleven-year-old, by the way, then I don't know who that, that this woman is so bothered by their behavior. I, she is weighted up by the firelight. By the way, by the way, who I am now. This was not me as a kid. This is who you are now. This is who I am now. Very much who I am now. As a kid, I would have been like, let's fucking roll, dude. I I was down to clown. I was like, all right, if we get in trouble, you guys are the ones who are in trouble. I'm going to fucking run as fast as I can. Um, Because I was a fast runner, I always figured I could always get myself out of trouble if trouble happened. That was my escape plan, was just beat feet. Yeah, that's so funny. I was was never like a, a narky kid. I was always like, Oh, you gonna get in trouble, but I'll be there to watch. I was never a tattletale, but I was too afraid of getting in trouble to participate. Yeah, yeah. I was like definitely afraid of trouble. Um, anywho, so Hermione, little bitch, who's basically me now. Now, I mean, literally just scolding them. This but is- I love that she's like going, she like goes along with it anyways. Well, yeah, because well, she's, she like, Follows them out to scold them. Yeah. I mean, that is a dedication to scolding. By the way, that's a little extreme, even for me. Like, I would just be be there being like, yo, you gonna get in trouble. Ooh, I'm gonna tell on you. I mean, I don't even think I would do that now. I don't think I'm that bad. I mean, I'm probably I think it would depend, but I could see moments where you'd be like, oh, I am. I will stop at nothing. She's a little, I told you so bitch, is what she she says, you know, all right, but I warned you. Just remember what I said when you're on the train home tomorrow. You're so... And at uh, this point, they've already walked out yeah. of the common room. So they're out in the halls. And she's just like, I told you so, blah, blah, blah. But as she turns around to go back in and be smug in her I told you so, the fat lady who, you know, lets them in has left the portrait. Has left the portrait because she, she get busy. Yeah, it's she got a booty call. It's she nighttime. Got, that lady is out. She's gonna get snacks and dick. Yeah, she got a big old booty. There is there are people who people are, are hollering. Yeah, she gonna get some wizard dick for uh, sure. She's probably I, fucking. Remember when we wanted to make this a PG podcast? <laughs> I know. So stupid. I wonder if I should announce it or if I'll eventually just get yelled up at my relatives who are like, you said it was PG and I let my well, child. You know listen. what? This is uh, pretty good. PG. <laughs> PG, pretty good. Uh, pretty, pretty good. Uh, uh, anyways, yeah. so they head over, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, because she's like, I'm coming with you. And so she's just now invited herself and they don't have a choice. Um. They also run into Neville, by the way, who fell asleep in the hallway because he couldn't remember how to get back to the common room. Well, he didn't have his remember all to remember. The remember all, by the way, it doesn't tell you anything. It just tells you you've forgotten. Um, oh, poor, poor Neville. Anyway, so now, Neville's, now Neville's roped into this. Yeah, and so they're like, let's go. We're going to the trophy room. Um, at what point did they see... Um, Fucking what's-his-face. Filch? Not Filch. Didn't they see... Um, Snape sneaking around? 
No, that's in a different chapter. That's the troll chapter on Halloween. Oh, yeah. Okay, just kidding. Sorry, That's guys. the next get, chapter. Get my shit. So they saw Filch. They do see Peeves. Uh, oh, so they, see, they come into this trophy room. No one's there. And then, of course, you know, Filch pucks, pokes his head in at the opposite end of the room and is releasing his cat, Mrs. Norris, to go find them, you know? So they're like, we have got to get the F out. And they run, which, of course, you know, Neville tries to run. Neville's which not means, good at it. No, which means knocking into God knows what, crashing into suits. And then I, I'm imagining Peeves, by the way. This is what I'm imagining, Peeves. Students out of bed. Students out of bed. Down, down the charms corridor. Students out of bed. Like, just, a, just a, a whiny little bitch. Yeah, same. Except for I was imagining it much louder. Like him literally screaming to get them in trouble. Like, students out of bed! Just uh, so annoying. So Just annoying. the worst. I mean, his name is literally Peeves. So there's probably a reason for it, because he peeves everyone. And Filch I mean, comes running. I love the part where Hermione, like, jumps in and grabs Harry's wand. By the way, if wands are specific to the person... How could she have used Harry's wand? Well, what they say in the, like when he's getting his wand is that your wand will always work. Like having your own wand will always be the, like it will always work the strongest for you if you use your own wand. Any wand works. Yeah. But the one that's matched to you has the most strength. Like it's going to be the best and easiest because it's fitted to your wrist and it's chosen you. So you can use someone else's wand. So she uses his wand, which was like, I was like, all right, she's not so bad. And they hide, there's just a locked room. They hear Filch coming, like, what are we going to do? Because they ran, they're like, there's a door, let's run. It's locked. And they're like, we're fucked. She does this charm. They go inside, shut the door. We'll hide here. We're safe. And then. Uh, yeah. And then. Yeah, they realized. Standing quiet. It was standing quite still, all six eyes staring at them, and Harry knew that the only reason they weren't already dead and the sudden appearance had taken them by surprise, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, so um, they've, they've accidentally gone into the Forbidden Corridor on the third floor. Or on the third floor. Or that they were told, you know, at the... But sort if you of go in here, you die. Certain, yes, a, a terrible death. Um, and so... Uh, they just, just... Harry just goes, you know what? I, it's not even like, let's stay here and wait. It was just like... I'll get caught. I don't yeah, care. Let's get caught. I just don't want to die by this beast. But they go out. Filch is gone. Apparently, you know, he went scurrying off somewhere looking for them. And they're like, okay, let's just go. They get back. Get back to the fat lady. Poor also, girl. the audacity. This woman has clearly wandered off to get some. And she's like, where on earth have you all been? And it's like, okay, well, let's not throw stones, ho. Okay. Yeah, she just, and she's back. She's just wiping the dick off her face. Yeah, her hair's all out of place. Yeah. <laughs> she's like where, where have you been she's smoking she's like, a cigarette she's like cleaning her fingers she's like, <laughs> and um, like they just never go. mind that pig snout pig snout whatever that's, uh, yeah because that's their word to get in and then they just go in and are like totally by just the way I think it's really rude that they're saying to a fat lady pig snout pig snout yeah that that is way, their I, I love password that the pc police didn't have a field day with her being fat lady I know. There's a lot of, like, he makes fun of Dudley for being fat. Well, I like this book. Um, (laughs) 
uh, if any dog needs it, da, 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 da. Uh, so they just collapse in the chairs, and there's a brief discussion of, you know, obviously they, obviously they, um, they set you up, right? Yeah. Or is that said in here? Or is that in the next chapter? That's well, that's where, that's where he starts to think about what happened at Gringotts with Hagrid. Oh, that's right. They're just like, what is that dog? What's the deal? Um, and, and, and Hermione points out that the dog was standing on the, the trap door. So yeah, Harry's thinking about what would have happened at Gringotts. And I'm going to say something, and it's not really a spoiler, but they say it differently in the movie. And for some reason, I always remember this quote and it stuck out to me, but it's not in here because it just says Ron stared after her, his mouth opening. You know, Hermione's like on a tangent. She stood up, glaring at them. I hope you're all pleased with yourselves. In, we could have all been killed or worse, expelled. And in the oh, movie, she goes, we could have been killed or worse, expelled. And then Ron goes, she needs to sort out her priorities. <laughs> oh, that's in the movie? Yeah. Which oh. we'll see. But I was like, yeah, someone should comment on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When I read that, I was like, damn, this, this bitch is fucking serious about Hogwarts. Seriously. She's like, this is, I have to have this. So the, the chapter closes with, you know, Harry kind of thinking about, well, what happened? And then starting something. And then we go to chapter 10, Halloween. I don't know how they wanted us to pronounce that with the apostrophe. I've just been saying Halloween. Uh, there's no apostrophe on mine. Oh, there's not? No. There is here, and there was when I originally read it. It's Hallow. Oh, maybe that's why. <laughs> All right. Well, it starts up, it starts up with dope shit. Um, Harry gets his fucking Nimbus Room. Yeah, well, I mean, first of all, Malfoy sees them come in and is like, I thought for sure that they'd be expelled. Yeah, oh, I love that Malfoy is like, just fucking, again, not getting what he wants, that little spoiled piece of shit. Right, and all these owls, a, a group of owls flutter this package across and everyone's looking like, oh my god, someone's getting a big package. Boom, yeah. down at the you table. You gotta open the parcel at the table. Yeah, and it's... That, and then he read the letter first. Thank goodness. And... Anyways, so they leave. And they're like, Oliver um, Wood meet you on the Quidditch pitch tonight is in the letter. They leave and it's like nothing. They oh, I love that. I love that. Um, that's a broomstick, he said, throwing it back to Harry with a mixture of jealousy and spite on his face. You'll be in for it this time, Potter. First years aren't allowed them. That's, yeah, like he's like, this is my moment. He's broken the rules. Uh, oh, he's so excited to get him in trouble. And Ron, of course, is just like, it's not any old broomstick. It's a Nimbus 2000. Like, he's so, like, it's the best broomstick. Not only is it a broomstick, it's way, better Ron than any broomstick you'd ever have. the best hype man ever. He's the best. Um, and then the professor comes out, Professor Flit, Flitwick comes yeah, over, Malfoy's like, he got a broom. And immediately tattletales. He's like, I know, it's so exciting. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> um, and, and he, of course, Malfoy's like, oh, what, what? Uh, and yeah. it's really thanks to Malfoy here. So funny. Yeah, which is so funny. He's like, by the way, uh, because of you, I'm now on the Quidditch team. So yeah. suck on um, my little dick. My little um, Harry Potter penis. And anywho, so they go off, blah, blah, blah. Um, then he ultimately gets to the field. Um, I love when he was getting the rules explained to him of Quidditch, and Harry was like hanging on every word. Yes, just like, I'm going to remember all of this. Word. I was like, this is a lot. 
Yeah, well, because it's like as you're reading it, it's like, am I about to learn how to play this game that wizards play? Because they do. I mean, just the detail in this game alone that she's explained is like such. I mean, again, a testament. Drawing. Has to have either come from an alternate witch wizard, witch wizard universe, or what? Well, she's literally the most brilliant person on the goddamn planet. And I mean, it, I think she just she made up it. a sport. She not only made up a universe, she made up a sport. She invented a sport. A wizard sport. Which, by the way, I think people play now. I don't know how it works. Obviously, they're not flying, but I think there are Quidditch teams. Um, I need to look more into it. Well, looks like we're joining a Quidditch league. Oh, I mean, so quickly. And he finds the... He learns about uh, the Golden Snitch of course, because he's a seeker, which I just saw, by the way, I was going through, I went on a deep dive to like Harry Potter Instagrams and I found this Italian Harry Potter fan account and it was all written in Italian, but it was just this whole thing of him finding out what it is, you know, learning about Quidditch <laughs> and someone referred to the Golden Snitch as a Ferrero Rocher, which I thought was really funny. Hilarious. It does look like that. That's kind of what I'm picturing in my head, actually. Now that yeah. you see that, it, it's about that size. Yes, with like little wings on it, like dee lee lee Um, anyhow, so he gets all the rules explained to him, and you know he's pumped. Is um, uh, so Quidditch practice is taking up his life. Now he's been at Hogwarts for two months. Okay, so time's passed. Yeah. It's um, so crazy. So he masters the basics, and then we arrive on Halloween Day. So yes. school started September. All of September and October go by. Um, uh, blah, blah, blah. Wait, I'm trying to find out where we are. They're, they're getting into, like, cool lessons. They're finally learning how to, like, let's make something fly. Like, yeah. Wingardium Leviosa. So they're getting, they're getting a little more advanced in their, their stuff. Yeah, they, oh, they get broken up into teams in Professor Flitwick's class, and Ron has to be with Hermione, which he is not happy about. Of course, I'm like, you know, like, listen, I mean, obviously he's a little kid, like, he's not fucking yet, but he just sounds like a dude who just needs to get laid. <laughs> like, ugh, such an incel move to be, like, so, so mad at this woman. Such an incel, you know? He's just like, ugh, why is she just always bleh, 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 this yeah. know it all? And, and he's like, her, she, her, she just off. needs to find her clit, you know? Like, she, that little girl just needs to be doing some masturbating. That's so funny. He's just so annoyed with her. Oh, and then he hurts her feelings. Yeah. And he's like, so? But, like, he clearly feels a little yeah, bad. Yeah, clearly feels bad. Love that. But um, she, you know, goes off crying. Goes off crying, doesn't turn up for the next class. They're like, Hermione skipping a class, by the way, like, this is... Huge. You know, like, you know it's bad. She must be devastated. She's not in class. Um, and then shit hits the fan. Yeah, so they're going down to the Great Hall. There's a big Halloween feast. You know, they're going to do a feast like they did the first day they get to school. Parvati Patil uh, is telling Lavender that Hermione was crying in the girls' bathroom. They overhear it. And they're like, well, whatever. As soon as they walk in, the, you're like, oh, no. But you walk in the Great Hall and it's a party. And you're like, who cares? Who cares? That bitch is miserable. Leave her alone. Um, yeah. And then, you know, everybody's about to get their grub on. And then Professor Quirrell comes sprinting in, goes up to the table with Dumbledore. And, and he's just like trolling the dungeons. Just thought you ought to know. And then 
fucking passes out. The, the teacher who is teaching defense against the dark arts passed out. Yeah. I mean, it just seems improbable, but whatever. Right? But well, they snap into action. Like, Dumbledore is like, prefects, take everyone back to your house. Like, they are prepared for stuff like this. They're yeah. like, so they go into emergency procedure. And Percy's just ready. By the way, I love how this, in my mind, this is like a version of like, there's a school shooter. Like this was before (laughs) Columbine, you guys. Was it? Yeah. Oh my God. This was before Columbine. Columbine was in 98. This was in 97. Columbine was in 99. 99, just kidding. It was, I, I, and Harry Potter came out 2001. Wait, you know, these the movie? books came out in 1997. Hot, yeah, I don't know why it said... Yeah, I was like, no, that's not right. 98, 99, yeah. so 97. So this troll is the original school shooter. That's crazy. Yeah, that is like... This is like... An, there's an emergency in the school. And of course, Percy, being a prefect, snaps into action. Everyone's going. And that's when... And of course, Harry and, Harry and Ron are like, oh no, Hermione. Yeah, well, Harry, and then Harry. Ron's like, well, what about her? And then Ron's like, fine. So they um, sneak off. They're, like, hiding through the hallways, headed toward the girls' toilet. When they hear footsteps behind them, they, like, hide, because they're like, oh, no, here comes Percy. We're about to be in trouble. And then they see Snape. Fucking just creeping along in the corridor. He just like zips by crossing the corridor and disappears from view. He's heading for the third floor. Which is so, like, why isn't he going down into the dungeon or wherever everyone else, all the other teachers had gone? Okay, now, really quick, the line, can you smell something? Of course in my head, I'm like, are we about to get a fart joke? That's so funny. I mean, it makes sense to me that trolls smell like a fart joke. Yeah. Um, Harry sniffed a foul stench. Um, anywho, so then this, this stinky troll is there and they lock him in this room and then they realize, oh shit, that that's the girl's toilet. Fucking girl's bathroom. Hermione is in there and then they realize it together. The Hermione. Hermione. Yeah. Um, and so they're like, we have to go in and which like, honestly, True testament to the fact that they're all Gryffindors. Gryffindor yeah. is the brave house. Yeah. Like, if she would have been a Hufflepuff, she's fucked, man. Like, yeah. no one's coming in to save you, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so all of these fucking heroes come. They save yeah. her. Yeah, um, there's a whole t- troll fight, jumping on backs, putting wands up the nose. Um, and then uh, the, he did a first spell that came to his mind. Ron did a spell. Yeah. That at Hermione had taught him how to pronounce properly. Yes. Um, and then they knock him out. Yes. And then and he, he, I love that he wipes the wand off with, and he goes, ugh, troll boogers. And he wipes it on the trousers of the troll. He's like, ugh. Yeah. Also that a troll is so disgusting, but also thinks to put on trousers. It, yeah. Like, he's so big and dumb. Like, okay, you created this whole universe and you can't just be honest enough to go like, yeah, no, like, his dick's just out there hanging out. Like, he's a troll. He's not, <laughs> he's not putting on pants. Ugh. But then he's like, well, before I go into this, I don't want to be a sex offender as well as a troll. I better put um, yeah, on a trouser. I'm a school shooter and a sex offender now. So, uh, of course, they get him down and that's, you know, right at that exact same time that, you know, staff shows up, like, 
what on earth. Um, Literally, they say that. What on earth were you thinking of? Um, and then uh, Snape bent over the troll. Blah blah blah. What were you think? What on earth were you thinking? Um, that's when this is like this is when things twist for turn not twist but turn for the relationship with Harry, Ron, and Hermione because Hermione Hermione took took the blame. Yeah, she goes. They were looking for me, which I don't know why she didn't go. She could have saved them all a little bit of trouble, I think, if she had gone, or at least herself and the house some points, if she had gone, look, I was crying in here because I was having a bad day. Instead of going, I went looking for the troll. Yeah. That, I don't know why she did that. Yeah. I don't know why she did that. And maybe maybe at some point it comes to light why she did that. Yeah, Um, or unless that was like a plea for her, or like her trying to be like, See, I'm brave too. I need friends. Oh God, I need and friends. And then she Please gets like the ultimate punishment. A five fucking point deduction. Which you know kills her because her, her. she strives that is, for That protection. is the worst punishment protection. she can get. Yeah, is that she's now lost points for the whole house. And then the guys get points, so redemption. So they come out five points ahead because they each got five points and then she lost five points. Um... Mind you, and then and then Harry's like, well, she wouldn't have needed saving if we wouldn't have locked her in there with the fucking... Um, anywho, so... Yeah, because Ron tries to go, I mean, we did save from, They're happy, I'm sure. Um, and, like, that's that solidifies, like, their friendship. They are now friends. You don't... They're trauma-bonded, if nothing else. Tra- and we know. I mean, this whole podcast is based on trauma-bonding. Um, yeah. You don't fight off a troll... And not become friends with someone. You know yeah. what I mean? So now they're, they're a, a, a fun little threesome. A little threesome. A little tripod. All right. Chapter 11. Yes. The last chapter we will review of this episode. And let... I mean... It's Quidditch, you guys. So this is, for me, reading, reading this, knowing, like, before this, you know, I'd heard the word Quidditch. Um, didn't think it was a game. Uh, but knew it was a big deal because I'd heard the, heard the word a lot. Um, how fucking pumped, uh, I was when this chapter start is I'm like, oh no, like this is when Harry's going to flex so hard on everybody. And the part that was most exciting to me is that Malfoy, Malfoy just had to sit and watch and that's it. Like, yeah. even Harry lost the game, Harry's still in the motherfucking game. Yeah, Harry's still playing. I mean, at least, like, he would have had, like, some satisfaction. Like, if he loses, there will be a slight satisfaction to go, like, you shouldn't even be up there. But, like, he is up there is the point. He's, he's up, up there, there on an amazing so like Harry's, Harry's a winner no matter what. Even if he fails, he's still a winner. Yeah. Of course, that's not going to happen. Um, mm-hmm. So Hermione hooks him up with Quidditch through, it, through the ages. Yeah, and he's actually finding it, like, kind of useful, you know? And so, you know, Hermione, with her little fucking nerdy, overachieving ass, actually... uh, Came in handy. So, uh, they notice uh, Snape limping. Yeah, they're out on the... uh, They're outside, right? Mm -hmm. And she's made a little... She's got a little fire in a jar that she's made, which, like, they hide, because they're like, I don't know if that's allowed. And he sees them, he limps over... What you got there, Potter? What you got there, Potter? Put it through the ages. Um, and then he goes, library books. For some reason, I thought it was, I expected it to be her book that she owned. 
but yeah, I thought it was her book too. And then they said, you just made up that rule, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Cause it's like, yeah, people don't go read on the lawn. That, I don't believe that. Yeah. I don't believe that either. Um, uh, so they're, you know, all bummed, but they're, you know, whatever. Wonder what's wrong with his legs. Um, but they're all I, hanging out in the, the, um, what's it called? Common room uh-huh. doing homework, which now they've come up with a way to basically get Hermione to do their homework without yeah. doing their homework by having her check their homework. Um, and he, Harry's just restless. I mean, he's got his big Quidditch game coming up. It's his first one. He's nervous. He's anxious. So many emotions. And he's like, I just, I want to read that book. I'm going to, I'm just going to go and get ask. It. Yeah him for it back and everyone's like all right well you're on your own with that so he and now had- i was i was expecting when i was reading this i was like i don't know why but i was like holding out faith that uh snape wouldn't be like the worst guy i wasn't expecting him to like come in and see what he saw yeah no i thought it was gonna be like maybe we're gonna be i mean you know i've read the book but just thinking of like initially you, it, it's written as though maybe they'll have a heart-to-heart. He'll see Snape's perspective. He'll learn he's not that bad of a guy. Not at all. Harry goes to the teacher's lounge. Because his plan was, I'll go in, there'll be other teachers, and someone will go, well, why would you take his, you know, just give him the book, dude. You know, yeah. like, um, but he peers in and just sees Snape and Filch, and Snape has like a bloody, mangled leg. He's got his robe up. Filch is like, bandaging his leg yep and uh you know harry's like oh shit that's crazy and harry tries to be like leave quietly but he gets caught yep screamed at blah 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 he beats feet um and then there he he gets back with his crew yeah and they're all like what does that mean rehashing wondering what's going on i'll think like you know ron's like oh i i bet he let the the troll in or Harry says that. Like, I think. Great deductive reasoning. Yeah. And Hermione's are just like, no, I just, you know, I, he's not nice, but he wouldn't do that. Yeah. And they're like, ugh, you know, like give up. Some people are terrible. Hermione. I love, they're like, honestly, Hermione, you think all teachers are saints or something. Yeah. They just, they're just like, let it go. Like he's clearly a bad guy. Yeah. And she, you know, obviously just thinks he's a tough teacher, but they're like, okay, bedtime. And Obviously, Harry is struggling with sleep. Uh, like, he just and, uh, got his big game, whatever. He's got his big game. He just saw this crazy shit with Snape. And so, you know, he gets to bed, but, you know, who knows how he slept. But he woke up the next morning jittery. He can't eat. A mess. Uh, I love that, that, uh, um, uh, Yes. Potter for president? Where was that? I remember. Oh, that's where. That's once the game starts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so the game starts. They go to the game. It starts. He's still feeling nervous, but he does look over and he sees um, Ron and a few others have made a big sign. It's up in the stands. They have Potter a big for sign. president. Yeah, yeah. Potter for president. I thought that was so cute. I love that so much. So cute, and they get you know he gets a little boost of confidence from that. And I love uh, Lee Jordan. He's he's the announcer for the matches and. Uh, that's kind of fun. Him trying to maintain, you know, this uh, no-sided commentary when he's clearly uh-huh. a Gryffindor. 
Um, I love this. And then uh, uh, Gryffindor score. It's a fun name. Hagrid all of a sudden shows up to join. Everyone's having fun. But then something weird starts happening. And Harry's broom goes out of control, which is very unusual because the, um, the Nimbus... Three, 2,000, 3,000? What is 2000. it? It's a Nimbus 2000. Nimbus 2000. It's not supposed to have malfunction. Like that. Yeah, I mean, like, this is the, the newest. This is top tier. This is the Tesla of brooms at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's just, no one's really noticing because there's all this scoring going on. And, you know, seekers kind of stay on the outskirts and watch the game from above and on the sides to, like, because they're looking out for the golden snitch. So. Now, this, this part got kind of muddled to me. So. He's losing control of the broom. They notice something's going on. Hermione goes over to Snape. They realize Snape is doing some sort of dark magic. Yeah, she sees him, like, staring at him and is obviously like, oh, she's putting, he's putting, it like, he's cursing. The broomstick. Yeah, he's, like, jinxing the broom. Which my thought is, like, I mean, are, like, is he just, is this, a deeper look at how much he hates Potter. He has this weird vendetta or like, are all the teachers just so competitive? Yeah. Can you imagine like, if it's like all the professors are also cheating to like try to win? Hilarious. Everybody, it's, it, to me, this felt like, obviously it's, it's this deeply personal thing that's going on, but like kill Harry? Like, yeah, it's like, what's what you want to do? You're trying to kill the kid? Like an 11 year old boy? What a loser. Yeah. Um, so, and somehow in all of this, oh, then, uh, then Hermione goes over, casts a, secretly casts a little spell on him. Lights his uh, robe on fire. His robe on fire, uh, scooping the fire off him into a little jar in her pocket. She scrambled back along the road. Snape would never know what happened. It was enough. Harry, you know, came back. Um, Harry was speeding toward the ground when the crowd saw him uh, clap his hand to his mouth as though he's about to be sick. Uh, yeah. And then it's he like, caught the snitch in his mouth. Yeah. So he gets to the bottom and kind of like burps out the snitch, basically. Uh-huh. And he's like, I've got the snitch, he shouted. And like, he wins, you know what I mean? But it is also right. this weird, you know, people are excited because... Gryffindor's won, but everyone who's close to him is like, what? The fuck just happened? Yeah, and Ron's, like, trying to explain to Hagrid that it was Snape, because he's like, I'm just going to tell him. Yeah, and then Snape, and then, and then Hagrid was having none of it. Yeah, he's like, rubbish. Like, that's, you guys are being ridiculous. Snape wouldn't do something like that. And then this part was so funny to me. They're like, and there's this three-headed dog. And Hagrid's like, how do you know about Fluffy? Fluffy. Um, that was, that, I didn't see that coming at all. No, and they're like, fluffy. And come to find out, so this scary three-headed dog that's gigantic and guarding something is Hagrid's. He bought him off of a Greek chappie I met in a pub last year. So funny. But and he well, almost spilled the, spills the beans. I lived yeah. into Dumbledore to guard the... And then Harry, you know, was like, mm-hmm, yeah, guard the what? Yeah. And um, Hagrid just like, don't ask any more questions. Top secret. And then I love when he goes, um, that's between Professor Dumbledore and Nicholas Flamel. Flamel? Flamel? Flamel. I don't even know how to say it. I think Flamel. And Harry, of course, is like, aha. Like, Hagrid's just that person who's accidentally revealing secrets left. Yeah. 
the person who means well but is spilling just, the beans. He, like the fact that anybody trusts Taggart with secrets is bizarre. It's like, come on, he he's not going to tell someone on purpose. But Taggart's the kind of person who would dish secrets if you tickle tortured him. Absolutely. So Harry just goes, aha, so there's someone called Nicholas Flamel involved. Is there? And Hagrid, of course, you know. It's that he fucking spilled the beans because that's so Hagrid. Yeah. And it ends with Hagrid just being so annoyed with himself. Furious. And, and now Harry's got his, uh, he's got some investigating to do. I love how Harry is just like such a nosy, li- like goes from having no life to being like nosy On as the case. Fuck. I love it. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Yeah. And it's like, things are really heating up. Like, what's going on? So, you know, he has enough information to start maybe a little bit more investigating. Maybe looking deeper into what Snape's up to, what's in the dungeon, what is that thing? I mean, not dungeon, but the trap door that's being guarded. Yeah. Things are getting crazy. And we only have six chapters left, which means two more episodes till we get to the back of this book. Two more episodes. And, And one of the episodes, I mean, on the last episode, I'm only going to read two chapters by myself. Yeah. So we'll briefly discuss those. And then Jessica, Michelle, and I will together read the last episode, the last chapter of the book. We keep calling them episodes. The last chapter of the book together. So you can watch me lose my shit in real time. Yeah. We're going to uh, have the video of it on, we're going to do it on video and the video will be available, of course, on the Patreon, but. I don't know, are we going to read the chapter on the regular podcast, too? I mean... And just talk about it as we go? I guess. And just take pauses yeah, and... Let's do, let's do... I love how we're, like, letting everybody in on our thought On process. our process? No, I, we'll think, just, I think we should just read it for the Patreon. Yeah, okay, so what we're going to do is... Um, We'll discuss all three chapters in one episode, but we will be reading the last chapter together and that will be on the Patreon. Yes. Um, We are really good at organizing this. Listen, you know what? Sometimes you can just see the man behind the curtain making the decisions. Absolutely. And um, we're both men now because we've grown out all our body hair during- Yeah, by the way, as you said, we're both men now, I was deeply inhaling my armpit. My BO is, is record level right now. You're hilarious. This quarantine has pushed my body to the limits. I love it. So to recap the Patreon really quick, patreon.com slash name that pod. You can join. There's five or five, three different levels, uh, all named after, of course, the currency and Harry Potter. And we're doing, we're going to start a high tea. We've got, uh, I'm audio like reading the the book to you. And there's more bonus content. This is, this is, this is, get on the patreon with us yeah we already read we did a video and posted it of nicole's wand she knows her wand we did the whole quiz of what house she's going to be in which we will reveal at the end of this book i still don't know i want to know i'm thinking about it every single day what do you guys think she is it looks like by the way last time i looked at the patreon uh there's a uh, split consensus between it looks like a lot of people think Hufflepuff or Slytherin. Really, I'm following again. Okay, so you've got. Um, yeah. I th- I think I'm a Hufflepuff, but that's just you've me. got forty percent Hufflepuff, forty percent Slytherin, ten percent Ravenclaw, and absolutely nobody thinks you're going to be a Gryffindor. 
And then I don't think I'm fucking heroic. And I'm, I'm neck and neck for people say, but a few people know mine. Cause I've talked about my, my house. Is on it, is it things. A very rare to be a Gryffindor? I don't think so. I think there's plenty of Gryffindors. I think, you know what? Well, I'm, making my, I'm making my, uh, my brother's fiance, uh, take the quiz. And she said she's going to give my brother the quiz too. So I'm curious to see what house they're both in. That is interesting. I'm like, maybe it is rare to be a Gryffindor because there's like in the Facebook group, I feel like we've had more Hufflepuffs and Slytherins. I'm pulling up the Facebook post right now where I, I wrote, you know, it's like the welcome post. It's like announce your house. I am, I have to be honest. I'm so scared to even look at the Facebook group for fear. I have it set so that all posts have to be approved so that no spoilers can be posted. But okay. I guess you are, so, but, so don't ever look at the pending posts because you're technically a- Yes, a I'm, I'm very scared to go to the page at all just because I don't want anything to be spoiled. Like I, I'm a dum-dum and I went ahead and watched the movie portion so I could see what it looked like when Harry flew on his broom. And I don't regret it actually. I was gonna say I regret it, but I don't. Um, because it just gave me so much fun shit. Yeah, no. I just don't want anything to get ruined for me. And I want ever I want to be able to like find out about it. Like as you did when you were a fucking eleven year old kid. Nobody ruined it for you. Yeah. You're quite you're like getting fuzzy. Oh sorry. Um no, it's okay. Um I know there was no one around to ruin it for me. So I'm trying to do my best to keep that undercover. But yeah, it looks like we've got a decent amount of Hufflepuffs, some Slytherins. We have someone who said they're a Ravenclaw slash Slytherin, Slitherclaw, which that's kind of fun. Um, Can you do both houses? Not in Pottermore, but I think maybe that's more of a, a personality description, perhaps, is what yeah. she's getting at. So, so I feel like, which ones did you say? You just said you assume that you're going to be full-blown Hufflepuff. Yeah, I would think I'm a Hufflepuff. Like, based on... I don't really know that much about each house. I mean, I'm still figuring it out, but based on what I little understanding I have, I feel like I'm a Hufflepuff. I mean, I could see that. They're very loyal. You're a great friend. Um, yeah. Loyal, just, and true. That, the, all those I definitely things don't think describe. I'm a Slytherin. What is, what are, I, I, don't, I feel like I know nothing about Ravenclaw. What's the defining characteristics of a Ravenclaw? I just feel like, to back up to Slytherin, I feel like if either of us were Slytherins, we'd already be really successful comedians. <laughs> like, I, couldn't, I couldn't agree with you more. Because we would have had that stop at nothing, because I think that's their big thing. I would say that most people who make it very quickly in entertainment are probably Slytherins. And I don't say that as an insult. It's like this tenacity of like yeah, Michael fact, Jordan we're, level, we're quite, I refuse. We're quite jealous. We're quite yeah. jealous. Um, yeah, like, um, but there's a little bit of me that wishes I had like that much drive, but also, I don't know. Um, Ravenclaw, it's wit. They're thinkers. It's the smart, it's, I don't know if you had houses. When I was in middle school, we had teams, like there were four teams, which was so interesting because it was right around the time I started reading Harry Potter, but, um, it was broken into four teams. So everyone was on a team and there was like, uh, a gifted team. I would say that the Ravenclaws are probably, were they to join a regular school would be in the gifted program. I mean, nerds. Yeah, nerds. But no, like, I'm kidding. You guys, intelligence, wit, wisdom, creativity. They're known for being creative, intellectual ability, and creativity. So I, 
Maybe um, I'm a Ravenclaw. Maybe I'm a part claw, part huff. A puff, a huffle claw? What is that called? A raven, raven puff, puff? Raven puff. Ooh, raven puff is funny. Huffle claw. And um, then, yeah. So, check out what's it called to find out uh, the the um, Patreon. I'm losing it. Yeah, we're losing it. Um, all right, guys, we're gonna go. Um, all right, this was awesome. We will uh, see you for the next uh, three chapters in the next episode. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.